Hey y'all, get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks. Get Financially Intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Bedroom Talks, where we get financially intimate. I am so thrilled to have you here with me today as we delve into a topic that is so crucial to every family family's financial well-being. And that's the importance of being open and honest with your children about finances. So I will disclose that I kind of decided this topic today because I recently had one of my financial mastery workshops. And during that workshop, a conversation started between uh, myself and one of the attendees about uh, children and maybe, you know, enabling them in a sense, because we're not being you know, completely honest with the children about what's going on and how, you know, I don't want to say how much we're struggling per se, but just giving off this facade of that everything's okay and they can have whatever they ask for because we want to avoid putting them through things that we went through or causing them to feel ways that we did when we were younger. Um, The challenge there is that we're setting them up for failure when we let them believe that everything's okay. And I know that not only from my own experience as a child, but from many conversations that I have had with parents um, as children begin to get older become teenagers, start working for themselves and become adults, they start to see what's really going on and they can be very confused and not have any idea of what to do with their finances because of that. And as parents, we often strive to protect our children from the harsh realities of life, including financial struggles, but it's essential to understand that shielding them completely from the world of money can have unintended consequences, okay? Instead, by fostering an environment of open communication and honesty, we actually equip our children 
with the knowledge and skills they need to navigate their own financial journeys successfully. I will say that right now I am continuing to navigate this with my own child. He is doing a lot better than I I did at his age, um, but there's still some there's still some struggles and. I think the reason why he's doing better than I did is because I was so open and honest with him, but he's also still a young adult. Um, he is 19 and off in college. And so he wants to kind of, you know, do his own thing, but I am no longer in a space where I'm just giving him everything he asked for. I'm making him feel his choices. I am making him feel his choices because that is the only way that he's really going to learn. He's going to struggle for a couple of years until he figures it out and gets to a point where he's sick and tired and being sick and tired. And I do believe that that's going to happen before he graduates college, um, hopefully within the next year, um, but not enabling him over the years with my own situation, but also not enabling him as a young adult. Um, is setting up for success. He's struggling a little bit now, but it's going to help him in the future. Um, now, here's the thing. I am not in any way, shape, or form suggesting that we share every little financial detail with our children. It's not necessary, nor is it appropriate. However, when we refuse to acknowledge the financial challenges or pretend to have it all together, we create that facade that can be very harmful in the, in the long run. It is very important to strike a balance between being honest about our financial situation and providing reassurance and guidance to our children. So you might be sitting there wondering, okay, that's cool, I get it, I understand, but how do we start these conversations with our children, okay? Here are a few tips that I have used and that even experts recommend. And I found them to be super helpful. I also recommended them to the individual that um, was speaking to at my workshop recently. And she actually um, utilized some of these techniques in her conversation with her children the next day. And it actually went better than she thought it was going to. So. Number one, set a positive example. Our children learn by observing. They are sponges. They see what we do. They hear what we say. And they mimic from a young age. Okay? And even if they're older and you're just now starting off, they will still start to mimic what you're doing. They'll, they'll still be mimicking what you're doing. Okay? They will hear what you're saying. They will see what you're doing. Okay, they may even ask questions. Be conscious of your own financial behaviors and attitudes and demonstrate responsible money management. Okay, if every time you see an ad about something that calls your name and you go ahead and purchase it and you get super excited constantly about everything that comes in the mail that you ordered, but yet you're struggling to not live paycheck to paycheck that's setting the example to your children 
that it's okay to spend everything that you make and not save anything. And I know you may not mean that intentionally. Most of what we do isn't intentional. Okay? It's just that we got to understand the perception that we're putting out to our children. Even if it's unintentional perception. Once we understand that, we can start to change our behaviors. And I, I want you to know I mean that with all the love in my heart. I don't mean that from a judgment perspective in any way, shape, or form. I was that person. And I had to change that for myself. Um, also having age-appropriate discussions, okay? Tailor your conversations based on your child's age and understanding. Start with simple concepts and gradually introduce them to more complex financial topics as they grow older. You may have to, if you have children of various ages, some in the teens and some younger, you might have to have two separate conversations. Or maybe you can start off with the older and then bring them in to help have the conversation with the younger one as well. Okay? You can even involve them in financial decisions. As your children are getting older, include them in age-appropriate financial decisions, such as budgeting for the family vacation or setting savings goals. This allows them to develop a sense of ownership and responsibility over their money. I'll also share one of the things that I did when my son was younger. You know, every time we go to the store and we have our children with, her, with us, what is the first thing that they're going to do? Right. They're going to ask for something. Can I get? Mommy, can I have? Mommy, please. Mommy, I want. Right? Doesn't matter what their age is. Most of the time they're going to ask for something. Okay. <laughs> so I got to a point with my son where before I even went to the store, he was with me. Sometimes as we're driving to the store, sometimes as, as soon as I parked before I walked in, I'd tell him, I'm only going in for this. And today I don't have any extra money for any items. So please do not ask. And then I would tell him, if you respect my boundary today then the next time we go to the store i will try to make sure that there's at least a couple of dollars for you to be able to get something and most of the time it happened most of the time he was really respectful and then the next time i followed up on my word and i was able to get him allow him to get something then there were times that i did have something when i would go into the store and i'd say okay we're going in the store for this I have an extra $5 or I have an extra $10 or whatever it is. And you get to choose what you want out of that amount of money. And then he would go and he would look at like the toy aisle or the Pokemon cards or whatever, that kind of thing, and decide something. And he'd, you know, he had to start learning like how, you know, to understand how much stuff was because we started this as he was really young. And he would pick something and I'm like, okay, so if I told you you had $10 and you picked that thing, it's $9.98 and then there's tax included on top of that. So that's going to actually go over the $10. So how are you going to make that work? And sometimes he'd say, well, I have a dollar at home. If I give that to you when I get home, will you cover that? Sure, no problem. And then sometimes he'd, he'd say, well, I also think I maybe want something else later 
So what if I get this instead and it's less? Can I have the extra that I didn't spend to use on something else later? Sure. And that teaches them the, the responsible money management, responsible spending. Okay. Now, remember that being open and honest about finances with your children can have a profound impact on their financial future and yours. What do I mean by that? What I mean is if we start off when they're younger, teaching them about financial management and responsible spending, when they're older, they're less likely to come to you for every little thing and nickeling and dining you. That's not to say the kids aren't going to still ask. They will, but they might be a little bit better about it most often. Okay. My, um, my nephew is actually, he's about six months older than my son and he's essentially the same situation. My sister did very similar things with him that she, that I have done with my own son and, um, he doesn't go to her very much for things because he is able to manage his own finances pretty well uh, because of the things that she taught him and being open and honest with him. By nurturing a culture of financial transparency and empowerment, you actually equip your children with the knowledge and skills they need to make wise financial decisions. Before I wrap up today, I do want to remind you about uh, our upcoming financial mastery workshop. It is virtual and it is free. It is a fantastic opportunity to dive deep into the topics like financial freedom, debt management, and investing for the future. Best of all, it is a community. It is a community of people coming together and learning these concepts and encouraging and supporting one another. If you're interested, make sure to check out our website at www.financialabundanceblueprint.com forward slash workshop, or you can check out the link in the show notes to secure your spot today. As we close, I want to leave you with this quote that resonates with today's topic so deeply. Financial education is part of the recipe for success, but so is having a positive self-image, a strong worth ethic, and a mindset focused on growth and abundance. Robert Kiyosaki. Thank you so much for joining in today to this episode of Bedroom Talks, where we get financially intimate. Remember, your financial journey is not just about you, it's about empowering the next generation. Together, let's create a future of financial literacy and abundance for our own children.